thank you that you are great and mighty, Lord. In every season, we can focus on you, Lord God. We can put our attention upon you. And Lord, today we decide to do that. Over these next few moments together, I pray as we speak and as your word is spoken, I pray you'd speak to each and every one of us. We'd be reminded of your greatness and your goodness, Lord. And this morning we pray for anybody that is suffering with COVID. I pray for someone we know that has a family member that is, is suffering right now in hospital. I pray for your strength and your healing power to flow through that person's body. Lord, I pray this morning, Lord, for this hideous disease to come to an end around the world. And I pray that you'd heal our land, heal our people, Lord God, heal around the nations of the world, Lord God. And I pray for your peace and your comfort and your strength, even in the midst. God, this morning, I pray, as we look at your word, that you'd speak to us powerfully. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Who loves that old throwback song? How good is it? How great thou art. There's not a song like that. I love that song. And uh, I think Tim and Ainsley have done an incredible job leading this morning. Welcome to everybody that's joining us online. It's great to have you joining with us. Lisa dropped in to say hello. I can see uh, Dawn is jumped on as well. There's a whole bunch of people that are joining us this morning. And so give us some encouragement in the chat today as we, uh, as we speak. But we're going to start a new series this morning entitled, What Are You Thinking? What are you thinking? Having the mind of Christ in a world that has lost its mind. I don't know whether you've noticed lately, but there is a lot of craziness going on out there in the world. I don't know whether you've noticed, but it is a difficult and a challenging time to remain focused on the things that matter when there are so many things that can take away our attention and cause distraction and cause our mental health to deteriorate. And I really think at the moment, you know, just at this time right now during lockdown, particularly for us here in New South Wales and across many states in Australia at the moment, it is a very challenging time to think good thoughts. It's a challenging time because we can feel constricted in this lockdown. We can feel frustrated. I know just a couple of days ago, Lifeline recorded its highest daily call numbers in a single day. It tells you about the kind of stress and burden that is on people mentally and emotionally at the moment. It's challenging. It's challenging to have the mind of Christ, let alone just in our daily lives, uh, let alone the, the challenges that we are facing right now in our world. So I want to talk this morning about having better thoughts. The truth is that our lives move in the dominant direction of our greatest thoughts. And so the thoughts that we are thinking are really going to guide and direct our lives. It's a bit like physically, wherever my head moves, my body will follow. Wherever our mind goes is where our life will follow. So your life is moving in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. So can I ask you this morning the question, what are you thinking? What's going through your mind? What's some of the thoughts that are repeated? What's some of the things that you are meditating on and thinking about? Because your life will follow the course of your thoughts. If you change your thinking, you can change your life. 
And the truth is we have the ability to change the pathways in our brain to be able to think better thoughts. And I want to challenge you today as we begin this new series over the, over the rest of this month to start to think better thoughts, to take stock of what you're thinking and to say, you know what, I'm going to do better in my thinking. Because if I do better in my thinking, I know that I'm going to do better in my living. What are you thinking? I love Dr. Caroline Leaf. She says this way, she says, your mind is how you think, feel and choose. Your mind is how you think, feel and choose. She says this, you can go three weeks without food, you can go three days without water, you can go three minutes without oxygen, but you can't even go three seconds without using your mind. Your mind is going 24-7. It's always ticking over. You're always thinking thoughts. And the truth is, we want to be people that are thinking the right thoughts, thinking the things that are going to help us stay on track, to live lives that are going to impact others, to be the kind of people that God has called us to be. Your thoughts matter. And we can really get caught up in thinking toxic thoughts. We can really get caught up in thinking things that bring us down and tear us down. But I want to encourage you to think better. If we think better thoughts we'll live better lives. If we think better thoughts, we will live better lives. So this morning, let's come to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 to 16. I want to read this morning. This is our key text this morning. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept these things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct Him? And then it says this, but we have... The mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. That is the X factor for the believer. That we can access the mind of Christ. That we can connect and we can understand that we don't have to just live in the flesh. We can live with our spirit nature, understanding the work that God has done in us. The minute we make a decision to follow Jesus, we receive salvation And we become a new creation. God has given us salvation for our souls. The work has been done, but we have this work called sanctification where we are catching up in our minds and our outworking of the work that has already taken place. And so we are trying to live a life where our thinking is being renewed and understanding this new nature that God has given us and living out from that place. So we have access to the mind of Christ through the Spirit of God. We can understand that God is speaking and moving and our minds can be renewed to understand what God is saying so that we can have the mind of Christ. It's not the removal of your mind. 
It's the renewing of your mind. It doesn't mean we don't think anymore. It means that we align our thoughts with what God is saying. We want to love God. We want to love people. We want to focus on the things that really matter in this world. The Bible says about God that His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. And so we have access to be able to connect with that. See, how you think affects how you think about yourself, how you think, how you think about God, how you think about others. It has a huge impact on all of the areas of your life. And so this morning, I just want to talk about three things our thoughts do for us. And the first one this morning is this, our thoughts align us. Our thoughts align us. They align us to the Spirit of God or they align us to our flesh. There are times each and every day that you are aligning to things. You might align to political views. You might align to your friendships uh, views of things. You might align to opinions that you hear. You might align to some information that you hear. There is alignment that takes place uh, based on the different environments that we find ourselves in. And so we need to make the decision, are we going to align with the Spirit of God or are we going to align just with our flesh? Are we going to allow ourselves to have the mind of Christ and think different thoughts, think higher thoughts? Or are we going to find ourselves thinking some things that really bring devastation and pain to our world? What are the thoughts that you are aligning with? What are the things that you are allowing your mind to find itself aligned with? Because it really does make a difference. It really does make an impact. It's like going to the bus stop. And when you get on that bus with a thought that you have, it starts driving you somewhere. It starts taking you to a location. That's what our thoughts do. Sometimes we're just waiting at that bus stop of some things that are really going to take us in a direction that's going to cause negativity, pain, and hurt for our lives if we jump on that bus. So we need to play the move and we need to think about where these thoughts are going to take us to. You know, it says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12, it says, What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. So we can understand it. We can know and have that mind of Christ that helps us to be able to live differently. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Scripture says. As our mind is renewed, we start to live the kind of purposeful lives that God has called us to live. And there's this great passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, talking about the church, and there was a moment of disunity that was taking place. And, and Paul addresses it pretty strongly here. It says in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10, he says, I appeal to you, Dear brothers and sisters, by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, to live in harmony with each other. Let there be no divisions in the church. Rather be of one mind, united in thought. One mind, united in thought. That doesn't mean that we are all the same people. But it means there's a unity in the fact that we have access to the mind of Christ. If we are functioning as the church of Jesus Christ, with the mind of Christ as the head of the church, then we start to operate and function in unity and connection together. We're not all the same people, but we have that one mind, that thought, those thoughts that are higher than our thoughts. We start to think the kind of thoughts that God wants us to have. And as the church of Jesus Christ, there's unity and strength associated to that. Be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. And then it says this, for some members of Chloe's household 
have told me about your quarrels. You got to watch the Chloe's of this world. Chloe's are like the Karens of the Bible. They love to dob you in. They love to tell you when there's quarreling in your household. They love to know. I know we've got a few Chloe's in our church. We've got uh, we've got Chloe Jones. We've got Chloe Badman, who just had a birthday this week. We've got Chloe Pemberton. I'm sure there's many more Chloe's as well. But you've got to watch the Chloe's. They're going to dob you in if there's disunity in your household. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, some of you are saying I'm a follower of Paul. And others are saying, I'm a follower of Apollos, or I'm a follower of Peter, or I follow Christ. Has Christ been divided into factions? Was I, Paul, crucified you? Were any of you baptized in the name of Paul? And then he says, of course not. It's not about how Tim leads. It's not about how Ben leads. It's not about how Amy leads. It's not about how Ali leads. It's not about how Dan leads. It's not about how Rachel leads. It's not about how Felicity leads or how Steve leads. It's not about any of those things. Our life is built upon Christ. The thoughts that we think are coming from the mind of Christ, that's where we want to access our thoughts. And when we get disunified is where we like this style or this opinion or this ways of doing things and we forget the foundation of our living better, thinking better is Jesus Christ. That's where our thoughts help us to be able to live better. And we do love the Chloe's of our church, Troy Hoverton. You've got to be careful with the Chloe's. They keep you on your toes, but they make sure you live in unity. And that's what we want to do. So we're not aligned by opinions. We are aligned by Jesus And that's what really makes the difference. It says in Colossians 3 verse 2, Set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are on this earth. We have died and your life is hidden with Christ. Set your mind. It's a decision made. Those who who trust in Him will have perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Him. As we put our focus and attention on Him, it helps us to align to the Spirit of God, to the mind of Christ, and helps us live the kind of lives that we don't just operate in the flesh, but we operate in our spirit nature, understanding we are a new creation in Christ. The second thing this morning is this, our thoughts build us. Your thoughts are building you. They are constructing the kind of life that you live, the kind of person that you are, the convictions that you have, the the things that you choose to do, the feelings and emotions that you express and react to things. These things all come out of your thought life. Is it any wonder the Bible talks about making sure we take care of our heart, we guard our heart, we guard our thoughts, we guard our mind. We be careful because our life flows out of that place. It says clearly in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You become the total of your thoughts. That's who you become. That's who you project. That's, who you, that's how you react to the world that is around and about you. So your thoughts can build you or your thoughts can break you. I love in this key passage that we've spoken about today, it says, That this is what we speak, not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit. That our lives would speak out of a place that we are receiving the mind of Christ. We're allowing the Spirit of God to speak to us, to renew our minds. And we speak out of that place, that position of authority. We don't speak just out of human judgments and human opinions. But we have the Spirit of God, which is an X factor to help us to think and to live differently you know there's a i've been i don't know about you but i've been loving 
I've been absolutely loving watching the Olympics. And I feel like I get just caught into it. And I end up watching it till late at night, every night. And then I love to watch the interviews after the athletes have run or swam or whatever they've done. And I feel like, and it gets really late and you feel like, well, look, they trained for four years for this. The least I can do is just stay up late and watch their interview afterwards. I just get caught into it. I just love it. And I was uh, listening to an interview from uh, Sydney McLaughlin who is one of the 400-meter hurdle runners from the USA, and she's champion, and I think she won again in this Olympics. But she was talking before the event, and uh, the reporter said, you're coming in as the favorite. There's a lot of pressure on you. How are you feeling? All the pressure. And he's trying to put all this pressure upon her. And she said these words. She says, pressure is an illusion. It's what you make it. I'm just here to have fun and to represent my country. And I thought, that's an incredible way of thinking. When pressure is around, you can choose whether that's going to build your life or you can choose whether peace is going to build your life. You can make the decision on what you are going to allow to help guide and govern your thoughts and how you're going to live your life. In fact, she's a a strong believer in Christ and says on her Instagram that Jesus saved me. And she also talked in a recent interview, she said, I no longer run for self-recognition, but to reflect His perfect will that is already set in stone. I don't deserve anything, but by God's grace through faith, Jesus has given me everything. She said, records come and glow, but the glory of God is eternal. I think what a way of thinking when it comes to competing at the Olympics. She's saying, you know what? My success doesn't come from this place. My success comes from me knowing Jesus Christ, Him crucified and the grace of Jesus Christ that she has received. See, our lives are built on our thoughts. We have this part in our brain called the reticular activating system, the RAS. And this part of our brain helps filter and focus our thoughts. So when we are focusing on something, we're going to buy a a new pair of shoes or we're going to buy a new car. Then when we start to focus on those things, our, our mind starts to filter for us. And so it finds it everywhere. You see that car on the road wherever you're driving. You see, the, you see those shoes on advertisements all the time as you're walking into shops. You just see those shoes. It's the same when I prepare a message when I've got something that I'm focusing on. All of a sudden, throughout that whole week, I'm getting thoughts that are just focusing in on that, scriptures that I see, things that are referring to that because my reticular activating system is bringing that focus to those things. It's kind of like, I think, how social media algorithms work. The things we like and the things we comment on, the things we focus on, it builds algorithms around that so we just see the world that way on social media. And I think for all of us, we have to think about what are we focusing on because our brain starts to filter things for us. We can focus on the positive or we can focus on the negative. We're going to have two different results from that just by the thoughts that we think, things that are going to start to be attracted to our world as we focus on things, as our world, as our brain starts to just starts to guide us towards things as we focus on them. What you focus on really does matter. What you think about is taking you somewhere. What you meditate upon will lead to good success or could lead to failure. What you meditate on will lead to the way you react to things, the way you respond to the people that are around and about you. I love what it says in Psalm 145. Oh, the glorious splendor of your majesty, 
And on your wondrous works, I will meditate. What we meditate upon, the Word of God, the promises of God, the yes and amen of all of us as believers in Christ as we just start to focus on what God is saying, as we worship God, as we pray, as we meditate, as we think, as we think good thoughts, as we think about the positive, not the negative, as we think faith-filled thoughts. It's amazing how it's building our lives. And finally this morning, our thoughts, they create for us. It says here we have the mind of Christ. It's almost like our thoughts are scribbling pictures of our future. They're starting to write things in as we, both in the positive sense and in the negative sense, our thoughts create for us. You think about perhaps you're going into an exam and you start to get worried and you start to freak out. You're getting nervous and you're starting to panic and you start thinking, oh, I'm going to fail this exam. And then you start thinking to yourself, I'm never going to be able to go to university. I'm never going to be able to get a job. And before you know it, you've told yourself your life is over. You're never going to make it. I'm going to fail the HSC and I'm never going to do anything with my life. And what's happened is our thoughts have created something. They've taken us to a completely different place. But you know we can do that with the, the positive as well. You know we can do that with faith-filled thoughts. As we start to create about our future, God is with me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. We start to remind ourselves of the promises of God. We start to think about the positive and not the negative. We change the pathways in our brain and we start to think about things and we start to create better thoughts, which lead to better lives, which lead to better reactions. We can't always control things, but we can control our reactions. Things are going to happen to us in life that we just can't control. But our minds have this superpower to be able to help us to be able to react and respond in a way that is God-honoring. So you can be positive and you can, out of your mind, you can have positive thoughts. You can create businesses or solutions or new ventures or new ideas, new developments, new strategies, new designs. There's a whole bunch of ways of doing new things that we can create out of our mind. But our mind can also take us to places like depression, anxiety, negative self-talk, bitterness, offense, unforgiveness. It all starts in our mind. Our mind can create fear or faith. It can create love or hate, joy or depression. It can create hope or despair. Our mind creates our response. Little wonder it says in Scripture, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We have that ability to guide and direct our thoughts, to think better, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I love it says in conclusion, in 1 Peter 1.13, it says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of of Jesus Christ. Come on, we can think better thoughts. I know we're in a lockdown right now. I know there's a lot of things that people are facing right now. I know there's challenges, but we can decide how we respond to that. We can live higher. As believers in Christ, we can access that mind of Christ, that X factor that helps us to live differently in a world that's lost its mind. Let's have the mind of Christ. Come on, our thoughts align us. Our thoughts build us. And our thoughts create for us the ABC. Align, build, and create. I want you to think this week as you're thinking thoughts, you're aligning somewhere. 
as you're thinking thoughts, you're building your life, as you're thinking thoughts, you are creating your future and how you respond and how you live your life. You know, in conclusion today, thinking better thoughts, we've talked about, all comes from the mind of Christ. And really that all starts with a relationship with Jesus. And I don't know who's watching this morning, whether you've known Jesus for many years or you've just come to know Him for the first time in the last few weeks or you don't know Him at all. But I do know this, God loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And there is nothing like being in relationship with your Creator. It's the best thing in the world. And this morning, I want to introduce you to Jesus. I want to pray a simple prayer. Maybe you felt like you've been off track. Maybe you felt like you've been struggling in your relationship with God. Or you don't know Him at all. Well, this morning's an opportunity for connection. This morning's an opportunity for alignment, to really access that relationship with God. See, God loves you and cares for you, but it's only us that can open the door to relationship with Him. He's done everything to make a way for you. He's forgiven our sin on the cross. He's given us a hope and a future. We have an eternity in heaven to look forward to. But it's only us that can open up the door of our heart. And so this morning, I'm going to pray a simple prayer. And as I pray this prayer, I'm going to give you time to pray it yourself in your heart or in your mind or speak it out loud. And let's commit our lives to Jesus this morning and start this new adventure of following Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, today I give you my life. For my sins and my mistakes, I'm sorry. I receive your love and forgiveness. Help me to live each day for you and to serve you only. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, right now, there's a video. Have a look to the screen. It'll explain to you if you've made that decision today, how we can help you and follow you up in that decision. If you are new or have made a decision to follow Jesus, we'd love for you to head to our website, citychurchau.com, scroll down to the I'm new or follow Jesus tab. Once it loads, fill out the form and click send message. One of our staff will get in contact with you about the decision you've made and any follow-up areas you want to talk about.